are listening to the Daily Roundup here as part of the Reality Steve podcast. I am your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in on this Wednesday show. I mean, we are three days, three days into 2024, and Bachelor Nation has been an absolute shit show for the first two. We had everything that happened with Caitlyn the other day and the trolls that are absolutely beating her down. And then yesterday it comes out, Rachel and Brian are getting divorced. Brian filed the paperwork to divorce Rachel. We are going to spend some time talking about that. We're also going to talk about some of these things that we never got around to that have kind of taken a back seat because of the Caitlin story and now the Brian and Rachel divorce. But we'll get to some of those momentarily. Now, on yesterday's podcast, you heard me say, I was going to go on a rant today. And I was until the Rachel and Brian story pushed that back another day. And look, it's not like this rant is like ultra important. It's just something that got under my skin. It's still going to be relevant tomorrow because it goes to something that I I talk about on occasion and talk about, you've heard me talk about before, but I'm going to read this specific example of what was done and how appalling I think it is. So look for that tomorrow, unless, of course, we get a story coming today that, oh, I don't know, somebody else breaks up. Uh, I, I'm just, we're running out of stuff. This is unbelievable. We're two days into the season and how bad it's been to be a part of Bachelor Nation. And we start with yesterday's news, the fact that Brian filed for divorce from Rachel Lindsay. Now, according to the court paperwork, Brian said they separated on Sunday, December 31st. He filed the paperwork on yesterday, the 2nd. Look, I don't understand how divorce proceedings work. Seems like that was more, I don't know, legal formalities. That doesn't seem right. Um, It seems like this was something that had probably or they had talked about and it was going to be and it had been established that this was going to happen. But for whatever reason, it just doesn't make any sense. We're going to separate on the 31st and I'm going to file two days later. I don't I don't know if that's very common. So it must be some sort of legal thing as to why it was done that way. I don't I don't know enough about it. And of course, the next question becomes, well, what do you know about the divorce? What's going on with these two? Uh, you know, the the reaction on social media was expected. You've got your people that think they're know-it-alls and said, oh, I knew this was going to happen. No, you didn't. You might have thought it would. You didn't know anything. The other ones are, oh, my God, I can't believe this, which is, you know, maybe people just buying too much into what is posted on Instagram or, in Brian and Rachel's case, what isn't posted on Instagram And then you have the real assholes out there that are like, good, he needs to leave that bitch. Oh, yeah, I saw that one. These people are unreal. So, again, it's why I agree with what Caitlin said in her Instagram stories regarding trolls, because I know how bad it can be. This didn't even involve me, and I was seeing people's reaction towards Rachel, which don't tell me isn't race-related, because it absolutely is. There are people that are just flat-out racist in this franchise. And because it was Rachel and because that she was involved in the Chris Harrison interview on Extra that Chris Harrison that ultimately led to Chris Harrison being left off this show. There are absolutely people that still believe Rachel Lindsay is the reason Chris Harrison is no longer host. That's why they don't want to watch the show and they blame Rachel. 
And that is absolutely 1,000% true, and it's absolutely 1,000% race-related by those people. I'm sorry. I, I, you can't convince me otherwise. So what's with this relationship and what happened? The bottom line is, once again, we are in a situation where this is not something that we're going to know much about unless they decide to talk about it. You know, I don't know what Brian and Rachel's relationship was like. So all we can do is look at what they have given us. And we know that one of the biggest things about this relationship was they didn't post very much with each other, if at all. They picked and, cho- they picked and choose their spots where they were going to show the public them out to dinner, them on a vacation. They, by far, are the one couple in Bachelor Nation, married, engaged, or still together, a final couple from the show that by far showed us the least on social media. And for the longest time, everybody just assumed that meant they weren't together or things were going bad because why would you not post with your husband or why would you not post with your wife? And You know, that was just people's opinions. What's interesting about this, though, is we now have words coming out of Rachel Lindsay's mouth two weeks ago. December 21st on the Vile Files podcast, she went on Nick's podcast and specifically said some things that now when you look at it, you're like, wait a second. So what Rachel said on Nick's podcast was when talking about how they were going to post very infrequently on social media, she said, I just want to keep this for ourselves. And, you know, marriage has ups and downs, but you never know when we're good or when we're not because we never put it out there. I kind of want to keep it that way, so when I want to share something, I do. He also, she also cited that they have totally different lives as another reason why their social media profiles don't align. She said, Brian is a sole practitioner, and he leaves the house at 8. He comes home at 9 o'clock, 9.30 at night sometimes. It's just him by himself. Me, especially now that I'm not doing extra, I have a lot more free time, and then I'm back in hustle mode trying to get a second job, so I go to events So we're just in two totally different places. There's not a lot of time to take pictures of each other and show what we're doing because we're in bed or that kind of thing. And then she said a line that was just like, okay, she talked about we're in two totally different places. And she said that she tried working together, but it backfired. And then she said, you got to protect the marriage and we just don't work well together. Not every couple can do that. Meaning, I guess, working, you know. Together. I don't know how they would work together when he's in the chiropractor business and she's not. I Does he mean just her working at his office and getting a studio there? I'm not really sure what she meant by that. But she also said in the same exact interview two weeks ago, we're working on having a kid and that she has huge baby fever. Sometimes that's not as easy as you think. You think, okay, when I'm ready, it'll happen, and then it doesn't. So that's been a little bit of a struggle, too. So Brian really doesn't do anything in regards to interviews and talking about Rachel. He did go on Driving with Dave about a month ago, but he didn't really, he basically said the same thing in terms of their social media non-appearances. He just said, look, we keep our relationship private. There was really nothing in his interview with Dave that you could pull and be like, oh, okay, now I see this. Rachel said this two weeks ago. So now you look at it and you're like, wait a second, did Rachel go on Nick's podcast knowing this was upcoming or was Rachel blindsided because you would think if she didn't know that Brian was going to file for divorce 
10 days after she did this interview, she wouldn't have said that. I don't, you know, but the thing is, we don't know. A lot of these people are putting up a facade sometimes. I'm not saying she is. I'm not saying she isn't. All I'm saying is we don't know. Because she might have gone on Nick's podcast in the back of her head knowing my relationship and my marriage is completely on the rocks, but I don't want to let the public know that. And I don't know, maybe she felt she owed Nick an interview or something. I don't know. But to say that 10 days ago and then to have your husband file for divorce, it seems like something is off there. Either she knew when she went on Nick's podcast and she just didn't want to give anything up. Or Brian blindsided her. And I don't know what the answer is. I'm sure people are going to draw their own conclusions, but I'm not going to sit here and speculate. All we can do is take the factual evidence. And the factual evidence is what Rachel said 10 days before Brian filed for divorce. So maybe when she does her next podcast, maybe she will address it. And maybe she will say, when I went on the podcast, while Brian and I were struggling and we were struggling to conceive and our relationship was struggling... I didn't think it was going to lead to this. She could say that, and people will have to take that as her answer. But we just, you just don't know. And again, I'm not going to get into the speculation game because I know nothing about their relationship. And this is what they've chosen to do, cited irreconcilable differences. And... As is the case with a lot of Bachelor Nation breakups, especially when somebody or sometimes even both of them have podcasts, stuff is going to get out. There will be things said here and there, and I know that Rachel and Brian were the most private couple by far of any Bachelor Nation ones, but now that they are no longer together, maybe stuff will start coming out. We'll have to wait and see. But to sit here on January 3rd and say, I know exactly why they broke up, and this is this, and she's too, you know, she's too bossy for him or he's It's just like, you're just making shit up because you don't know anything. And if you do, you'd provide it. You can't just say stuff like that without providing some sort of evidence or some sort of proof. Of course, there's going to be hearsay going on about, oh, I heard this about them and I heard this about them. But again, it's just speculation. It's just hearsay. I would just suggest, just like with any breakup in this franchise, Let it play out. Let's see. Rachel has a podcast. Let's see if she addresses it. And if she and if she does, then we'll discuss the things that she said in it. But to sit here and say, oh, Brian, Brian slided blindsided her. I don't know if he did or not. All I know is what she said on a podcast 10 days earlier. And that was we're trying for a kid. She also said they don't work well together. And she said they purposely don't post on social media because they don't want to give people anything to dissect which I respect. If that's the way they choose to do it, so be it. Because you got so many people that say, I can't stand this couple because all they do is post together. So you're never going to please everybody. (laughs) We know this. But that's the only factual information we have to go off of. So um, from that, I mean, I'm not going to draw conclusions because still it doesn't reveal anything that's 100% factual. It's just, okay, this is what she said 10 days ago, and then he filed for divorce. Time will tell with these two. Rachel has a podcast. I got to believe at some point she will address this and say something. Brian left a statement on an Instagram yesterday, which was very generic. You know, you love something, you got to set it free, something along those lines. 
you know, please respect our privacy, stuff like that. But he's never going to get into it. Um, the fact that he even went on driving with Dave, I was like, that's a good get, Dave, because Brian doesn't talk about anything in regards to their relationship, as far as I know. I mean, ever since his podcast disappeared out of thin air with Mike Johnson, um, he hasn't said a word. You know, he's not a guy. He's a he's a chiropractor. Like, what? he's not in the media. Um, he doesn't seem to have attended too many. You know, they, they attended events together, but it's not like they were a power couple to where we were seeing them everywhere, you know, and every single AFR and every single men tell all, they always invited Rachel and Brian back. As far as I know, they never went back for anything, you know, maybe in the early going they did, but I, I don't remember. So I know everyone wants answers. I know everyone, everybody wants to know all the tea and all the juice, but you're just going to have to wait. And as we get further and further away from this divorce, we'll probably find out more. And let's respect that. Speaking of respect, I respect the hell out of HelloFresh. I'm telling you, you get farm fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip the trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. I have worked with Green Chef in the past. You know this. But HelloFresh has bought out Green Chef. They are now owned by HelloFresh, Green Chef is. So you have a wider array of meal plans to choose from, and there's something for everyone. They say breakfast is the most important meal of the day. HelloFresh agrees on that. In fact, for my listeners, they're giving you free breakfast for life. It's like the NWO, for life. That means you'll enjoy a totally free breakfast item with every single HelloFresh delivery that's worth waking up early for. You don't think I'm taking advantage of that? For those that don't know, breakfast is my favorite meal of the day. I'm not so good at having it every day, but it is my favorite. So now, go to HelloFresh.com slash RealitySteveFree and use promo code RealitySteveFree for free breakfast for life. One breakfast item per box while subscription is active. That's free breakfast for life at HelloFresh.com slash RealitySteveFree with promo code RealitySteve. This podcast also brought to you by Microdose. Microdose gummies deliver perfect entry-level doses of THC that help you feel just the right amount of good. Get 30% off your first order plus free shipping today at Microdose.com, promo code RealitySteve. It's available nationwide. That's Microdose.com, promo code RealitySteve for 30% off and free shipping, microdose.com, promo code RealitySteve. All right, let's pick it up where we, not where we left off, because we're done talking about Brian and Rachel. But because of this Caitlin story from yesterday, and because of the Rachel and Brian story, Caitlin story from two days ago, Rachel and Brian from yesterday, some things got put on the back burner. And that is, you know, um, when I recorded the podcast that came out on Monday. Remember I said it was four hours before midnight. And I said, maybe there's some hard launches that'll happen that night. Well, if you haven't seen it, there is a video floating around of, remember I told you the Caitlin video was a soft launch and that wasn't an accident that somebody that wasn't Caitlin and somebody that wasn't Zach filmed them, made sure we filmed them arm in arm as the clock was going down. Like that was a soft launch. They meant to do that. It wasn't done. Uh, accidentally, or, oh my gosh, I can't believe that got out. No, it was meant to get out. However, the other one that happened on Sunday night that wasn't meant to get out, clearly, because they haven't even addressed it since, 
is the fact that Susie and Justin were basically making out at midnight. And um, it was on somebody else's Instagram story. Somebody was wherever, whatever party they were at, they were doing a panoramic view and like moving their camera all around. And at the very end of the video, you can clearly see Justin and Susie arm in arm and literally face to face, literally right about to kiss. And then right when they're about to kiss the pan, the camera pans away. And again, this is two people that literally just did an interview with, I believe, BachelorNation.com and were asked, or maybe it was on with Joe and Serena. Maybe it was Bachelor Happy Hour. And they're literally asked about their relationship. And they have, you know, teased it and said, no, we're not. You know, Justin wishes something will happen. And we've always, we've, we have definitely talked about it. And we've decided that if it's going to happen, this isn't just going to be, we, you know, we want to make this a long-term thing. And we don't want to lose the friendship that we have. And making it seem like they had never hooked up before. Well, clearly, if you saw that video from New Year's Eve, that wasn't a couple that just decided on New Year's Eve, you know what, let's make this official between us. Like, you could tell these were two people that have been together. I don't know how long they've been together, but it's clear they are a couple and they have been a couple. And for whatever reason, they've just chosen to keep it private, even though they love addressing the fact when people ask them, why don't you guys just date? Like, if they haven't shied from it but they've never given you anything other than showing you plenty of videos of them hanging out. But it's never been like, it's never been of them holding hands. It's never been of them kissing. It's never been of them. It's insinuated stuff. And so I guess that was their whole launch or whatever they wanted to do was make it more playful and make it more like, let's just have people keep talking about this. You know, I'm not a huge fan of that. I mean, everyone can do what they want to do. They're not committing a crime. They're not, you know, I don't find it incredibly annoying, I just would wish people would just be like, hey, here's my girlfriend or here's my boyfriend. Like some people in the in Bachelor Nation have done over the last three or four days. My gosh, I've lost track of how many people have hard launched their significant other. But then you've got people that just want to play games and make it fun and flirty and whatever. I just I don't know. I feel it's very I feel it's very high schoolish. Like if you are dating, just come out and say it. You know, once you get to that point where you want to admit that you're dating somebody, I get if it's still in the beginning phases and you're like, well, I don't want to post this person because I don't even know if it's going to work out. My guess is Susie and Justin know they are dating. They know they're a couple and they're just enjoying toying with people. And once that video got out the other night, they didn't, but you know, you say like, well, how do you know that that wasn't planned? It wasn't because you could tell they didn't even know they were on camera. So <laughs> you have to keep that in mind. Um, they are definitely together. And I just, I, I would expect I don't know, within a few weeks. I, I don't know. I don't know what their plan is. I have no idea what their plan is. But when they officially announce that they are a couple, I, I can't imagine many people are going to be surprised just because, um, yes, if you hang out with someone of the opposite sex, it doesn't necessarily mean you're dating. But Susie and Justin li literally travel together. Like It's one thing to hang out because they live in your town. But, hell, Susie was at the Baltimore Ravens-Miami Dolphins game this past weekend in Baltimore, where Justin is from. Like, I don't think you do that if you're just buddy buddy with somebody, you know. Um, and and like to mention, I'm, I'm not saying because they Susie was at the game that means they're dating. Like they are dating. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. And um, uh, but it, you know, it's fine. It's like it's like uh, that. This is where I don't understand it, and this is where I just uh, not have an issue with it. I'm just like, just tell people. Like, what's the big deal? Like, everyone thinks you're dating anyway based on how much time you guys spend together and how many videos you post together on TikTok and 
Instagram reel. Just let people know. I don't, I don't, that's what I don't get. And I'll, and I'll, and I'll never get it. So, um, but I would expect within the next few weeks, they'll make their own video, uh, you know, officially, uh, hard launching themselves. The other one I, I did talk about, I believe in that Monday podcast because it was somewhat early and that was Katie Thurston who posted a video with a guy whose back was to her. And she said, should I kiss this man tonight? And, you know, I think the poll, she took a poll. I don't remember what the results of the poll were, but most people I think said yes. And um, clearly Katie's in a relationship with a guy. He is a fellow stand-up comedian. She hasn't hard launched him yet either. Um, but she clearly has shown that she is with man. And I'm, I'm guessing we'll get that sooner rather than later. If you do any sort of internet digging within minutes, you'll be able to find out who it is. So just go do that. I don't need to uh, give that to you. Um, it's very easy to find Uh golden bachelor news. Uh, remember I told you that the whole Jesse Palmer was, I had heard, <coughs> excuse me, rumors that they needed a backup plan because Jesse's wife, I guess is due any day now, but I don't know when. And the bottom line is Susan from the golden bachelor, Susan Knowles, who is an efficient, uh, you know, she is a wedding efficient in real life. That's what she does. She marries people. She is going to be it. I guess it was announced yesterday. She put officially put it on her Instagram and um, posted an Instagram story of her telling her daughters that she is going to marry Gary and Teresa on Thursday tomorrow. Because remember, tomorrow is the Golden Bachelor wedding. I think Jesse Palmer is going to be a part of it. So I don't know if they just decided, look, Jesse, just in case your wife delivers, um, we'll just let Susan do it. I don't know. I don't think it's a huge deal who marries them. I don't think it matters as long as it's somebody that's like a real efficient. And um, that was Susan. And Jesse is too. Uh, so I I think that's it's not a big deal about who marries them. But yes, it's going to be Susan. And finally, just another funny headline in the Travis, Kelsey, Taylor Swift relationship. This came on Monday after... Kansas City played on the 31st, as most NFL teams did this past Sunday. The Chiefs beat the Bengals 25-17. And after the game, you know, a photographer got them at the post-celebration uh, party, the New Year's Eve party. Uh, a journalist uh, caught them, you know, leaving the game, um, holding hands, and then later on that night they were kissing on New Year's Eve, which is, yeah, you know, this is what couples do that are dating and they're grown adults. They kiss. I'm sure, and you know what? If you would have followed them back to their house, I'm guessing they had sex too. Like, I cannot believe people are still interested when Travis Kelsey kisses Taylor Swift. They are a couple. That's what couples do. I'm sorry. This is, it's getting ridiculously stupid. But the story was great. This was on People.com. Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey leave his New Year's Eve game together after Chiefs win, which is what couples would do. She went to the game like she's been going to a lot of games that she could make this year. Every game that she could make, she's gone to for the most part. And after the game, you know what? They leave together. You know why? Because they're dating. (laughs) Yet it's a headline story. Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey leave his New Year's Eve game together after Chiefs win. And then here's the best part of the story. Third paragraph. During the afternoon game, Kelsey notched 16 yards, helping lead his team to the win as Swift watched alongside the team's family and friends. (laughs) Kelsey notched 16 yards. I guarantee this writer, Jack Irvin and Sadie Bell, 
don't know the first fucking thing about football when they say Kelsey notched 16 yards. I would love to ask them what if they know what that means. <laughs> By the way, Travis Kelsey notching 16 yards in a football game is awful, especially for him. He's one of the best tight ends in the league, and he's having his worst year in the last six. It doesn't mean it's Taylor's fault. In fact, it's not Taylor's fault. It has nothing to do with her. All she does is go to the games. She has nothing to do with calling plays. She has nothing to do with the defensive scheme and teams keying in on Travis Kelsey and doubling him. She has nothing to do with any of that, okay? So let's stop blaming her for the Chiefs' problems. But just so funny to read, he notched 16 yards, helping lead his team to the win. Actually, he didn't do shit in the game. He didn't lead them to anything. Like, they won the game on their defense. They didn't win their game because Travis Kelsey led them to anything. He was terrible in the game, and he hasn't been really that good all year. He's been okay. You know, he's had it. He's had some good games here, but for the most part, if you ask Travis Kelsey at the end of this season, over the last six seasons, rank your seasons one through six, this would be number six. Just He just has not played as well this year. And, the team, and because he's so good – and because he's the best tight end in the league, there's a reason why the Chiefs have struggled all year. It's because their best player hasn't played up to par. So, yet again, another Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey headline that just makes me giggle. Anyway, thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it. Please follow me on Apple Podcasts. Also, rate and review if you can. The Sports Daily coming up in an hour from now. Check that out. And we'll be back tomorrow with three more podcasts, your daily roundup, your Sports Daily, and then podcast number 372, another one of Clayton's women. I'll tell you about that tomorrow. So that's coming up tomorrow. Thank you all for listening, and I will talk to you tomorrow. See you!